Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, and self-defense. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. Folks, hey, welcome. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave, he's Lance, and there's Michael right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week. The Gun Range San Diego. Go check them out. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. Special deals. In fact, I just seen posted on uh, Facebook. 1,000 rounds, 9 millimeter. I think it was 195 195 yep. That's even cheaper than what I paid. I was just there, and a lady was buying 1,000 rounds. I said, hey, that ammo deal's coming up July. You ought to buy a second, you know, 1,000. She did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone should. Go down there. Gun Without a shadow of a doubt. All right. Hey, we got uh, a special guest on the line. Yeah, we do. But before we get started, yes. real, real quick, um, uh, Michael Schwartz has got some tables still available for the gun prom that's coming up on May 4th. May 4th, gun so, prom. Better hurry. So, yep. folks, you know, if you got friends, bring your friends and uh, go on to, what is it, gun prom? Gunprom.com. Yep. Buy a ticket, buy a table. You can do either there or yeah. if you want to help organize a table and just get uh, seven of your buddies to come together. and This is a hell of a night. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. You, you really ought to go. And, uh, yeah, just uh, go to gunprom.com. If you have any questions, email us or give us a call. Yep. Um, but uh, it's a big night, Six people um you know basically we want to show people hey we're here you know we're a presence in san diego and have a, have a good time it's so. a lot of fun that's the local boots on the ground and real quick i want to give a shout out to our patriot friends down at courtesy chevrolet in the service department a lot of good folks down there really like their ars and ak's uh, and what's, and what chevy dealership that's courtesy chevrolet in, in beautiful mission, mission valley california i know those guys very beautiful well. they do a wonderful job servicing my tahoe well, that's right. You're getting ready to take the long trip. I'm getting ready to take the long trip. Really good guys down when there. When are you so, leaving? Uh, not soon enough. Uh, Mike and I actually leave on Thursday. We're going to a beautiful Pahrump, Nevada, for the yep. sixth annual uh, charity shoot. We get back from that. I'm going to get back late Saturday night. And then uh, following Friday, uh, we take off and go on a big drive. Are you coming trip. into radio next Sunday? I will. I, I think I will. What about you, Smiley? I'm not, but Joe Jamisi's coming in. Oh, Jermisi's okay, in your place. In. Okay, that'll work. And yep. Joe's fabulous, man. If anyone hasn't Joe's heard really Joe good. in a while, man, that guy's awesome. All right. Hey, we got okay. some. We got two people on the line. Well, first is uh, Rick Takahashi. He's a guy I just met yesterday, actually. We were at a uh, a uh, range shoot for, for Cali Key, and Rick is a really interesting guy. He's an 11-time national title holder in surfing he's a professional surfer really uh born and raised here in san diego mm. big into shooting uh he's uh, i believe sponsored by by a company called victos but uh rick i wanted you to come on the line and, and talk with us a little bit about uh, your favorite hobby shooting hey michael how's it going good man nice to talk to you hey rick i think yeah, your, you too. i think your favorite sport is surfing isn't it <laughs> Well, you know, I've been doing it for for so long, over you know, like t- over twenty five years. So it just seems like part of my life now. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just you know what I do every single morning. You know, wake up at five thirty and drive down to the beach. The, the what do they call the the dawn patrol, right? And then after that, it? down to the range. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, usually uh, if I get off a little early, I actually have a nine to five job where I'm a video producer. Hmm. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I try to get to the range as, as much as possible. So here's well, here's what I was really interesting about the conversation I had with Rick was, uh, Rick, you also are the head of the surfing ministry in at the Rock Church, right? Yep, yep, that's right. And what do you get? Talk, talk a little bit about what you guys do. So, um, you know, uh, someone said on a comment before is like, "What does surfing have to do with God?" And um, and it's like the shooting. Also, it's it's you know the community and being part of it and being a positive influence in it. So we're not there to teach people surfing. We're there to impact the surfing uh, community, which is you know we're, we're not Bible thumping. We're just there to to be you know, a positive influence. Like I coach La Jolla high school also their surf team and just a positive role model in, in this world actually. And that, and that's what was really interesting is, you know, Rick's in all these different worlds, you know, surfing and, and the videography that you do and the shooting and everything. And you were talking about how you, um, you know, it's important for you to represent, uh, the, the sport of shooting and the second amendment and what all that means. Uh, to these different to these different groups and you know i i know before i started working for san diego county gun owners uh i remember the feeling of kind of having to hide the fact that you're a gun owner and you're into shooting when you're when you're working the nine to five job but uh, i was just really impressed with how well you integrate who you are which is a gun owner into every aspect of of your uh of your life and i just wanted you to talk a little bit more about that yeah you know um you know, the, the company, you know, usually like every, I don't know if I should say the name, but we have um, we have a healthy uh, gun mail list, they call it. And we have like 300 people on the mail list mm-hmm. that are pro-Second Amendment. And, um, you know, sometimes we get together and, and do small shoots and stuff. But, you know, sometimes we just get together and, you know, what we say, breaking bread and just, you know, hanging out and, and having lunch or talking about stuff and people who are like-minded. Um and, and the same in, in the surf community. It's not always surfing. It's, you know, you know, pouring into relationships and stuff. So in the surfing community in general, you know, I, I actually went to high school in Hawaii, and a lot of the folks I knew were, were surfers. Nice. And, yeah, it was awesome. It was really great. I was horrible at surfing, but it was everything else about Hawaii was fun. But uh, I generally, my memory of the surfing community was that there was no, they were not anti gun in fact i remember a lot of them were very into the sport of shooting what's it like in the surfing community these days well um you know it it seems like you know we're we're kind of like skater you know we always started off skating so we're kind of like rebels and and trying to get out of school to go surfing and ditching ditching classes and stuff so i think it was kind of anti-establishment <laughs> you know as the school you know high school you're just trying to get out of school and stuff right. and the community is kind of like you know uh against the the current um but you know it's it's kind of i wouldn't say i wouldn't say you know uh left leaning but it's 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 kind of left leaning um, there's a lot more questions I get asked out of any other community than, you know, than the surf community. A lot of people ask me about it. And and even in church, you know, it seems like a lot of church people are conservative. And it's it's an easier conversation in church, it seems like. Hmm. Well, I know uh, surfing has had to really embrace environmentalism. I mean, they've had to. You know, that, oh, yeah. that that's your whole world. And, and there, I don't know, there may be a little bit of, a, of an influence there because they're the, yeah. the environmentalist environmentalism in general is is kind of on the same side as many of the people that I, I hate to stereotype I, there are people you know that are pro gun across the spectrum but 
maybe that environmentalism uh, has attracted people who are also uh, not so fond of our Second Amendment rights. That might might be part of it. I'm, I'm speculating. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know a lot. Of, we just have to educate that community a little bit more. It seems like a lot of people who who get to know me um, are the first person they they ask is, "Hey, can you take me shooting? Can you, <laughs> you know, you know, why do you why do you like guns? You know, and I and I you know go into the spiel about you know how it's it's a tool. You know, it's when when you know bad things happen, people have a, a, a you know a plan. They already have a plan in place to do something to you. You have to overcome that that power curve." And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's with it's with a firearm. But, you know, at the same time, luckily, we're in the United States and we can have a firearm. So, yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit. I was looking at the is it is it Victos? Victos? Victos. Victos. Yeah. I was looking at the Victos um, website and I you're on a you're you're one of their representatives, yeah. I guess, or one of their athletes. And that's an yep. impressive list, man. Jared Reston. Uh, my buddy uh, Perry Yee. I don't know if you know Perry real well, but you get some really great. You're in, you're in very very good company here. What, talk, talk a little bit about what Victos does and what your relationship is with them. So um, I don't know if you know, but you know uh, they're the Fox family, which is uh, Thor Motorsports and Icon Motorsports. Wow. And the the kids broke off, you know, into what their passion was with this this industry, um, the shooting community. So, um, you know, they put themselves like anyone should do, put themselves around some, some good people. Um, and, uh, the person who introduced me to them was, uh, my buddy, uh, Ben Mookie Thomas, who's oh. a good friend of mine. Um, former and, seal. And you know, he, now, yeah, I, I don't know. Does he, I thought, doesn't he, does he, is he affiliated with James Yeager or are they just friends? They're just really good friends, um, and I met him actually at an alumni weekend at Tactical Response, and I do a lot of training out there. I'm going at the later this month to take Fighting Pistol again. I want to take it this time, Concealed Carry. Last time I didn't take it Concealed Carry, but this one I want to do Concealed. And, um, and yeah, they're good friends. The same with um, Chris Barrett, and Chris, me and Chris Barrett. You know, I'm um, one of the guys for Chris Barrett also, and um, – People always say, "Oh, do you get a fifty caliber?" I'm like, "No, they make ARs also." Yeah, you know? <laughs> so you get an AR. Nice. Well, Rick, I yeah. I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, is, if you know, if anybody wants any more information on any of this, what, 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 rec, what do you have a, a website that you'd recommend they check out, or an Instagram, or uh, I would, you know, I have a, I have an Instagram. I'd love people to follow me at um, because my sponsors love it. You know, for people to see their stuff and just they yeah. just ask they just ask me to be me. So it's that's the best of both worlds. What's your Instagram? Um, so it's it's at Rick, R-I-C-K-T-A-K-11, and 11's for 11 national titles. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you so much for what you do, Rick. Thanks for coming on, and it was a pleasure meeting you yesterday. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate your time. All right, All right buddy. Hey, tell everybody about our show. I will, for sure. I posted already. You're the man. All right, folks, we're going to take a small break. You're listening to FAM 96.1, North County AM 1170 in San Diego. The answer. folks hey welcome back you're listening to gun sports radio fm 961 in north county am 1170 in san diego we are the answer hey folks have you been dragging your feet making your ar rifle california legal in recognition of the new gun laws well if you want your ar to have a pistol grip telescoping stock foregrip 
and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all these horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you or are you gonna or do you or any or do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, what would you do if you were involved in an incident and got arrested? Maybe because it was gun related. What would you do? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than ten dollars a month. You'll have a peace of mind knowing a twenty-four hour hotline. And legal representation is waiting for you at the end of a phone call. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com or call them at 469-310-9100. 469-310-9100. In fact, when you call, and hope you don't, but if you do, you might get John Dillon, attorney of law at Gasky Dillon and Balance LLP, your number one stop for any issues with the law and your uh, guns, weapons of any kind, John will chat with you. All you have to do is call him at 760-431-9501 or go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. Right now we got John Dillon on the line. How you doing, John? Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? Doing fine. How about you? I'm doing well. So, uh... I know that I have been doing a lot of uh, kind of legal legislative updates uh, recently, but I thought uh, that I might touch on a topic that seems to come up, uh, you know, pretty regularly. uh, And it doesn't have to do with uh, current residents of California, but I thought I'd give a little heads up to anyone who's thinking of moving to California uh, and what they need to do with their firearms, according to the California state laws. Mm, How does that sound? That's awesome. That's like a, that's a question I get a lot. So this is somebody that's moving to California from another state, and they want to know what do they what do they have to do with their with their firearms when they move in? Is that exactly okay? So uh, on the foundation, uh, when you move into California and you have firearms, and you're going to be bringing those firearms with you, California calls you a personal firearms importer because of course we need to have a a, a legal name for someone who's just moving with their guns but uh essentially is this when you are uh, a personal firearms importer uh, you must report uh, your firearms uh, and register them uh, with the state of california or the department of justice Uh, you have 60 days to do so after uh 60 days from the date you bring those firearms in with you when you move. Uh, and you're required to submit uh, what's called a new resident report of firearm ownership, uh, along with a $19 uh, check. And you are required to list all your firearms that make the model, uh, you know, caliber or serial number. And that then gets registered to your name uh, in California. And I know just, the thought of that alone will keep many people from moving to California, but uh, that is what is required. You have 60 days to do that. Uh, the other things you got to 
be aware of when you're moving into this state is, you know, uh, obviously we have some very strict and broad definitions of what is considered an assault weapon. So uh, many guns that in essentially most every state in this country, which are 100% legal to purchase uh, from any gun store uh, and don't require any specialized permits or registration or fees, uh, are considered super evil, dangerous guns that, you know, will just kill everyone in the vicinity uh, in California. And mainly these are, you know, AR-15 style firearms or AK style firearms. But uh, the definition uh, of assault weapon in California, as you guys know, encompasses all sorts of semi-automatic rifles. But essentially, the key to know about, you know, possible assault rifles is you cannot bring them into the state when you move. They have to be compliant before you bring them into the state. Otherwise, you are going to be breaking the law. So uh, if you have any type of AKAR semi-automatic rifle with, you know, pistol grips, collapsible stocks, uh, flash hiders, anything like that, before you move, you're going to need to make sure that it's compliant. Now, uh, we've already had our assault weapon registration uh, time period in California, so you can't register them as assault weapons and, you know, keep all your standard features and magazine releases. So you're either going to have to, you know, switch to a fixed magazine solution or go featureless with your rifles. So I encourage anyone, you know, considering moving to California that has a, uh, any type of semi-automatic rifle, really, to uh, look up the laws and do your research. You uh, consult with, uh, you know, FFLs in the area. You consult with you know, attorneys like myself. Uh, to get a better understanding of uh, of what is and what is not illegal in this state, but uh, that's a big thing to do, and you got to do all of that before even coming in. So, uh, so, so let me ju- just to recap. So, you're moving into California. You have, you know, you bring your firearms. Uh, you have 60 days to register them. There's a, a form on the on the DOJ website. It's 19 bucks, um, but uh, you still have to comply before you step foot into California. You still have to comply with, you know, the assault weapon law or ban in, in California. So you can't bring what California would be would consider an assault weapon. It has to be California compliant before you move into the state. Is that yeah? What about what about pistols yeah. that aren't on the safe handgun roster? So yeah, uh, as a, a new resident coming in, you are a lot like like Michael's saying here. We have the California handgun roster, which. Uh, designates which which handguns are able to be sold by FFLs within the state. If you're moving into California and you have a gun that's not on that roster, that is okay. Uh, you know, California allows you to bring that handgun with you, but you have to still, you know, register it and, and file it under that firearms ownership report. Uh, uh, one thing with handguns uh, that kind of crosses over with assault weapons too, though, is in many states it is, totally fine to have a, a pistol or semi-automatic pistol with uh, a threaded barrel uh, with a compensator or anything like mm, that. Yeah. Uh, under California's laws, you can have an assault weapon on your hands with uh, if you have a pistol with a threaded barrel. So, again, you need to check uh, all your guns to make sure that they uh, also don't uh, uh, fall under the definition of assault weapon because certain pistols can also do so. Uh, and the last thing uh, I'd probably say is, uh, 
you know, high capacity magazines are another thing that uh, are an issue in the state of California. Uh, we have limits to 10 rounds, so uh, you can't be having your normal standard capacity magazines when, it co- when you're moving into California. That's a, bringing them into the state of California is a felony, isn't it? Yeah, do not bring them into the state of California. Uh, you know, just the possession alone uh, is illegal, and that's not even bringing them in and importing them into the state. Uh, it's all of these, you know, can cause serious criminal liability, uh, especially with assault weapons, you know, high capacity magazines, anything like that. I mean, you know, if you have a you know an assault weapon charge, that's generally a felony charge. Uh, and, and they can be very serious. And again, with an assault weapon charge, it's an assault weapon. Each one is its own charge. So if you bring in five rifles that are not compliant, that is five felony charges potentially. Well, let me ask, so, let me ask you. Uh, let me ask you a kind of a related yeah. question that that has come up a lot. Uh, grandpa wants to buy his. Grandpa lives in Oregon. He wants to buy his granddaughter a pistol so that she can you know defend herself. Whatever. Um, can he? How? How? What's? How, how do you? How do you do that? Can he do that? And if he can, what's the best way to do it? Can she go visit him? They go shopping and buy it, and then bring it back into state. You know, even though it's not on the safe handgun yeah. roster. Like, how does that work? So, uh, there are ways to gift firearms. Uh, now, they only apply to uh, the up and down uh, family line. So, parents, children, grandparents, not. No aunts, uncles, no brothers, sisters, anything like that. So the vertical line, uh, it's referred to as a interstate intrafamilial transfer uh, and by bequest or gift. And there are ways to do that. Uh, essentially, the, the firearm would be purchased by someone uh, out of state if the you know family member lives out of state. And it gets sent through an FFL to an FFL in the state and they would accompany that with, you know, information and uh, that would show that this was a gift and there are certain exemptions uh, to the handgun roster for items like that. Uh, Many SFLs do understand that process and and, uh, I encourage anyone who, you know, has a, you know, a dad, a a mom, grandparent uh, out of state that, felt like getting you a firearm for Christmas, there, there is, there are ways to do so. Uh, but just make sure uh, you do it properly and, uh, talk with the right people beforehand. Uh, and just, you know, if there's any anti-gun people that are listening in, uh, we're not talking about illegal internet purchasing. Everyone goes through a background check. Everyone does a 10 day wait. Uh, so there, there's no issues like that. Uh, you, all of that is still required, but, the, the handgun roster uh, may not be required in certain certain circumstances. So, right. okay, well, oh, we had, unfortunately, we, we burned through that really time. quick. <laughs> Again, folks, that's John Dillon. I'm telling you, if you ever need a good lawyer, it's Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or you can call them straight at 6760-431-9501. Thanks, John. Take care. Hope nobody needs you. Sorry, have a good one, guys. All right, buddy. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, 
right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. We are the answer. And this segment's brought to you by, hey, folks, have you been dragging your feet making your AR rifle legal uh, in recognition of the new gun laws? Well, get off the stick. If you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, you need to check out Cali Key. Or that, just get rid of your rifle. You don't want to do that, so go to Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new one or just need to fix yours up, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's Cali Key. Go to CaliKey.com. That's CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, hey, this segment brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. We got Casey calling in, 7853 Balboa Avenue, seven days a week, 10 to 10. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to www.thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com, and once you go, you will be hooked. Hey, Casey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Living the dream. Man, We I, I was down there watching Casey... Uh, haul around a thousand rounds of nine nine millimeter to people yeah i've sold uh, another seven thousand since you left awesome baby <laughs> you know yeah, I, yeah. we're at about fifteen thousand plus for the day sold you know for I'm looking at it correctly a buck 95 for a thousand rounds right. and you know of nine millimeter everybody should have a couple thousand that's a hell of exactly. a price yeah, you know, we try to match all the online price, and you know, at yeah. out the door cost for the thousand would be two ten eleven. I already know it because I've looked at it so many times. Yeah, but yeah, you know, for a thousand rounds, that's a good time to stock up on it at least for that price. I mean, we always do bulk prices. This is going to be a little bit lower than our normal, so you know, it's a good time. If you guys are looking to get some nine mil, come get it. We got it. Well, my my good friend Cindy, her uh, her family, she took her family in. It was her son's. Uh, girlfriend's birthday, and she asked what she wanted to do. She said she wanted to go shooting. So they were just there a couple hours ago, uh, all first-time shooters. They had a ball. They loved it. Uh, rented Excellent. some guns and got a lane and, and just had a really, really good time. So thank you guys so much for taking such good care of uh, of Cindy and her family. I really appreciate that. Thank you. you know, it's, it's what we're here for. You know, That's the cool thing about being a rental range. You have such a wide demographic of people that come in. I mean, uh, you know, before I came on the radio here, I was talking to this couple that came in there. She was terrified of guns. She's never wanted to touch one. She's like, I'll just sit back and watch you. And we talked to her until we got her shoot once. She's like, wow, this is actually really fun. You know, it's always that fear of the unknown that first time. You know, yeah, you have a small explosion going off in your hands, but it's controlled because you're in control of it. You know, when it comes up to first shooters and especially ones that are very, very nervous, we work with them. You know, we don't want somebody to be afraid of it. And what I'll always do is I'll just put one bullet in, just one, if it's a semi-auto, just so they can know, okay, it's just one shot, let me test it out. Cool, that wasn't so bad. Load up another mag, let's go. Lots of fun. Yeah, it gets pretty fun there. So, yeah, right now we only got about a 30-minute wait. So, you know, for a Saturday, it's going to move along pretty darn good. Yeah, and a Sunday. Yeah, oh, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> you know that time change oh. thing, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I forgot about that. I was driving in, I was looking at my watch or my phone, and I was like, huh, it says noon right now. I'm looking at my truck, it says 11. I was like, mm-hmm. what is going on? I was like, oh, time change. Hmm, mm-hmm. good times. 
Yeah, so for a little tech tip of the week, we're going to be talking about, you know, firearms for self-defense. You know, I'm not going to go into legalities of self-defense and whatnot because, you know, it's not my place to do that. I'm just going to talk about some of the options and pros and cons for it because it is the number one thing when people come in and you're like, you know what, I want to buy my first gun for home defense. Cool. I can work with this on that. A lot of times we'll have people come in and be like, yeah, I want to get an AR-15 to defend my house. I'm thinking, well... You know, that's not the optimal choice right now. You, you know, we're not in the military. If you got a couple yeah, acres, it ain't bad. Acres, yeah. But when you have people in apartment buildings and stuff like right. that, townhouses where it's next door to next door, me personally, I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. for the exact reason of over-penetration. You know, you have these AR-15s and whatnot. The 5.56, five, it's a pretty hot round. Like, it's flying pretty fast. And what a lot of people don't understand that is, you know, when you see it in movies, you know, people hide behind a couch or hide behind a table and stuff, and it stops the bullets. No. No. That's not how it works. Right. These bullets are designed to penetrate. So, you know, if, God forbid, you're in a self-defense situation and you're using a rifle, say an AR-15 or something like that, you have to be very cautious and know what's on the wall behind the bad guy. Because, you know, more than likely the round will hit them, go through them, and then through the next three walls behind them. Yeah. You have to take those things into account. And so I always, it's not always, but for the first one, I'll try to stay and steer them clear from, you know, an AR-15 or something like that for home defense. You know, if they want something like a long gun, I'll always take them over to a shotgun. You know, a 12-gauge, even a 20-gauge will be perfectly fine. If you're using sure. buckshot and whatnot, because it's not going to over-penetrate. And it's pretty easy, and they're pretty darn reliable. You know, when it comes down to that, um, semi-automatic shotguns, they are reliable, but, you know, semi-automatics, there's a lot more moving parts to it, so it can be slightly unreliable considered to the pump actions or whatnot. Um, I don't know if you guys seen it, but they have those tactical double-barrel shotguns out there now with yeah, lasers yeah. and lights on it. And yep. just like rails. Well, yeah, is it, is it cool? Yeah, but, you know, if I'm in a home defense situation, I want to – as many rounds as I can just in case, you know, having those two shots and then having to fumble around with a break action. Is it practical? Eh, not necessarily. So when it comes to shotguns, I like to, you know, keep people over the Mossbergs, the Remington 870s, just because they're easy to use. We have both of them on the range for people to test out. Um, downside of shotguns, they do have some recoil. Perks to it, point in the general direction, you'll most likely hit them. Not only that, the most terrifying sound to me is a shotgun racking. Yes, sir. You know ex- you know exactly what that is. You've watched enough movies. Everybody knows what it is. See, Even if you haven't heard it around. before, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're sitting there. You hear a slide. You go, like, mm, mm. That, is, that sounded like a shotgun. Um, no. It's a good deterrent, you know, just that sound alone, you know, when it comes to that, you know, voice mm-hmm. commands. Start yelling at people, hey, I got a shotgun here, and I got to level at this door. You come in here, bad day. Mm. Well, Two shotguns. Excellent buckshot. Yeah, in an interview, Vice President uh, at the time, Joe Biden, actually said mm-hmm. that all you needed was a double-barrel shotgun, and then he just fired into the air. Those are his exact yeah. instructions. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm assuming with 30 years of politics under his belt and being the vice president <laughs> that he's a firearms and self-defense expert, would you would you agree that that was, a, that was good advice? No. <laughs> no, I'm shocked. One, you get, yeah, I mean, if you're in your house and you fire one in the house, you know, if you're in the house and you just fire a shot up, well, you just put a hole through your roof or through the wall next door mm-hmm. to it. You know, if you're using, if you're brandishing a firearm, it better be in self-defense where somebody's 
trying to take your life. You know, a lot of times with people using voice commands and stuff, that's the purpose of it. But, you know, oh, get out of here, bang, I'm going to shoot in the air. Eh. Would it scare you? Yeah, probably. Is it the most effective thing out there? No. But, again, you know, he's Vice President Joe Biden. How yeah. long has he had Secret Service protecting him? Sure. That'd be <laughs> yeah, cool. no You kidding. know, how long has he had armed bodyguards whose sole purpose in life is to protect him? So, yeah, he can say that in his mind. It's like, oh, that's all I got to do. Uh, hmm. The most reliable thing out there, no. So, yeah, shotguns. Excellent. Buckshot good. Slugs, um, they're good because of penetration, but at the same time, you can't get that over-penetration to it because, you know, you got a one-ounce slug going down range. It does got some pop to it. And then you go over to your pistols, you know. Semi-automatics versus revolvers. Revolvers, inherently more reliable, a little bit easier for, to use. One of the complaints that we get for a lot of female shooters is they have a little issue racking the slide sometimes when they're trying to load the pistol. Um, ways to get around that, practicing. Um, a lot of people put their sights on the, you know, hook your sight on the nightstand. You can rack the slide that way. So they both have their pros and cons to it, it being, you know, 9 mil, 45, 357. You still have to worry about over-penetration, but it's not as bad as, say, an AR-15 or a shotgun or whatnot. Um, smaller, easier to use, keep more concealed, keep it locked in a nightstand. Shotguns, you're going to have to have a little bit more room for it, locked in the safe. You know, you got those wall mount safes where you press two buttons and it unlocks for you. So there's a lot of things that come into it, but it really comes down to what's going to work best for you and what you're the most comfortable with. And as I always say, you know, train with it. You can keep a gun in there, you know, buy a gun and you never use it. Well, if that time comes, are you really prepared? Good question. Hmm. Always good questions. But yeah, so when it comes to that, you know, revolvers are always good. I like revolvers. Um, kind of a smaller group that likes them. They are excellent because, you know, you don't have to worry about rack on the side. You can cock the hammer. Downside of it, a lot more recoil. We have this little three fifty seven in here. It's a little snub nose, the uh, Smith & Wesson Airway, if I remember correctly. Is it small, easy to use? Yes. Does it kick like a mule? Oh, yes. Hey, let so me ask you. Of those roars. You were talking about uh, am- ammo for, for shotguns, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's you know, the most common is either birdshot or buckshot, um, mm-hmm. but there's also, and then, of course, slug, um, but yep. there's also, uh, like, Winchester and some of the others make these hybrid uh, um, yeah. rounds that are, it's like one slug and, like, three little shot three rather than nine. Yeah, what's your opinion of those? So, I haven't had too much experience in them, but from what I've looked into them, they're excellent rounds. You know, they do get good penetration. But the ones I've seen where it's basically... A hollow, it looks like a hollow point in your right in your slug. So they'll cut the slides of it. So when it hits, it expands, and then inside of that, they'll have like three or four pellets. So when it hits, it sends these pellets out, and then the slug expands even more. You know, from what I've read on it, the penetration on them is excellent for home defense, and the over penetration is kind of uh, null and void because of that expansion on it. So it's basically like a hollow point slug for a shotgun. And I've, I've heard great things about them. I've, I, just, I've, I should probably get some here. Yeah, I've I've messed with the Winchester. I think it's it's I think it's PDX. I think is what it is. The Winchester it sounds familiar. Yeah, the personal defense something extreme. I believe what it is something like that. I haven't. Of course, I don't have access to to gel, so I I, I couldn't mm-hmm. you know mess with the. I couldn't experiment on the penetration part, but mm-hmm. they are very consistent. You you'll get a slug dead center. And then you'll get mm-hmm. three, you know, approximately nine millimeter holes 
uh, just, you know, inches outside of that slug. Uh, right. Very, very, very consistent. Yeah, I mean, if that's a route that, I mean, if those work, they work great. Yeah. That's just how it comes to it. Buckshot's going to work great. I mean, and it really depends on what type of target you're shooting, you know, like other places, you know, like Midwest and everything. If it's really cold, people are going to be bundling up. So you have to take an effect of that. So I feel like those rounds would be excellent for that. That slug's going to hit it hard, and then the buckshot, the rounds are just going to, you know, be the coup de gras, I guess you can say. All right. Hey, man, thank you very much for taking time out of your day. Get back to work. I'm sure you got some dusting to do. Yeah, you know, I got some guns to clean for us here. Probably Lance's, huh? Maybe. (laughs) All right, folks. Gun Sports Radio. Thanks to Gun Range San Diego. We we appreciate everything they do. 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Check out the website, thegunrangesandiego.com. All right, we're going to take a small break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. folks welcome back you are listening to gun sports radio right here on fm 96.1 am 1170 it's intelligent conservative talk radio and we are the answer hey do any or uh, do you or any of your family keep a taser pepper spray firearm or other weapon for personal protection well do you have or are you going to get a ccw what would you do if you're involved in an incident What is your plan to pay for bail and a lawyer? Well, talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your whole family. That's Firearms Legal Protection. Go to firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com, or you can call them at 844-357-9400 and make sure you tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. All right, Mike, you got the kid on the line? You got the kid? Absolutely. Sam, you there? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing well. Time for another episode and round of Stump My Nephew. You got that chocolate milk ready? <laughs> uh, no, this time it's grape juice. Grape juice. What, uh, what kind of glass are you using? The same one. <laughs> Which one's that? San Diego County Gunner. Yeah, baby. Uh, All right. We got to teach you about promotions. You're never going to get a check if you don't get your act together there, young man. Guess who's flying into San Diego tomorrow? Hey, man. Oh, you coming in tomorrow? Uh, Indeed, I am. Uh, He is in the flesh. Is anybody picking you up or is he making you use Uber? He's going to Uber it. You are are not. I'll go pick him up. Uh, No. The plan is uh, Laura's going to pick me up at the airport and then... um, yeah, that's and then party. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, then we gotta party. That's Take them around. You can either ride in a Buick or you can ride in a Maserati. Oh yeah, it's you have a Maserati, Maserati this today. Week? Didn't you yeah. see it sitting out there? That Did big you bump white into thing. Into it on the way in. That's the oh. one you scraped the mirror off that with that yeah. Jeep of yours. That white thing. Put my initials on the. That's fender. okay. You can Maserati. ride in a Buick. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's what you want to do. <laughs> Not really a Maserati guy myself, but do you got any Volvos? You know, it's funny. I got an. What have I got coming tomorrow? An S60 uh, R T6. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So, and then you're going to be, oh, you're leaving Thursday, right? We're leaving Thursday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're maybe, all driving up. Maybe there. we can get together or something. Harump. 
Let's All right, here we go. Oh, here's yeah, we the got question. Talk, we got to ask you can't talk cars? We yeah, can't this talk is, cars? This is gun sports radio, not car sports. Oh, I got you. All right, so this one comes from uh, one of our members who does a whole lot uh, for us. His name's Pete, and Pete's doing a little recovering right now for some health reasons. Uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but I am going to wish you the very, we- very, very best, Pete, on your recovery. You're doing a great job, and we're all pulling for you very much. Uh, so he writes, uh, he wanted to submit a question for Stump My Nephew. Um, and here, here's the question. Okay. Uh, there were two famous submachine guns of World War II, one from the Finns and one from the Russians. The Finns had the, I hope, hopefully I'm saying this right, the Somi. Suomi. Suomi KP-31. At 10 pounds, rugged, reliable, and accurate, with its 71-round drum magazine, it fired the 9x19 Luger Parabellum. The Russians copied many of the Somi KP-31 features in their PPSH-41. So here is the question. Would the Russian PPSH-41 fire the same ammunition as the Finnish Suomi? Um. All right, Pete, thanks for sending in the question. Um, I'm sorry to hear about your condition, and I hope you're feeling better. Um, the uh, the PPSH-41 uh, used, the at the time, Soviet standard 7.62 by 25 millimeter cartridge. That's exactly right. At the, also called the Tokarev, which is a rimless bottleneck, which was different from the Finnish. So that's exactly right. Wow. <clears throat> I, it's, as soon as you knew how to pronounce the the uh the name correctly i knew you were going to get this one yeah the um so the 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 762 by 25 um they they stopped using it in i think the 50s or 60s when they adopted the makarov because it was much simpler to produce than the uh the takarev but um they're, they're there's sort of this perennial minor interest in in the cartridge because people uh, people look at it and they say, well, it shoots this really light bullet at uh, well for a pistol cartridge. It's I don't know like 85 grains or something at um, a much higher velocity than most pistol cartridges, so it has better penetration. But um, there aren't really any companies that produce good defensive loads, at least that I've seen, because. There aren't really any modern pistols that fire it, and th- there's just not enough interest. It's it's almost kind of unfortunate. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing, Sam. That's very very cool. Which one did you do? You, do you, which one do do you prefer? If you if there you had to be transported in time back to World War II, would you go with the uh, the Finnish one or would you go with the uh, the the Ruski? Um, it all depends on supply, really. I guess whichever one was available and had magazines and ammunition. Yeah, that professionals uh, study. Uh, uh, how does it go? Amateurs study tactics. Professionals study uh, uh, strategy. I think. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? So there you go. <laughs> awesome job, Sam. That's very cool. Are you looking forward to coming out and going to front site? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What kind of question is that? Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of question? I mean, he asked, asked pretty good. Well, that's because other people ask those questions. That's what that well, is. I'm making him. I'm making him shoot a Glock, so that's the only thing. You're making him I'm shoot making a Glock. Is he getting the Glock when he's up there? Or how- Does anybody have to make you shoot anything? <laughs> well, you're not a big Glock guy, right? Am I to understand that? No, no one has to make me shoot anything, but I... Um, well, I, I guess most of it is probably because I haven't done a lot of shooting with Glocks, but I, I really am not a fan of the grip angle. 
Mm. Yeah. I, I know it's kind of a finicky thing, you know, like who cares about the grip angle, but I don't know. It's just my preference. I'll shoot it. They're reliable. They're, um, you know, they've, they've got a proven track record. They're some of the best handguns out there. So what do you, what, what is your, what's your pistol of choice then? Um, I don't know. I haven't shot a lot of, um, the, the kinds of pistols you would want for, um, like duty sized modern handguns, but I happen to be partial to the 1911 because of the trigger. Um, I know it's, it's kind of obsolescent, but I, if, if you, anyone who's shot a 1911 immediately knows what I'm talking about. It's got that amazing crisp, uh, single stage, sorry. Uh, yeah. Single stage trigger. Well, I know your dad has a 1911. Your grandfather has an old uh, Remington Rand, like Korea War circa. Yeah, so it was a 1945 production, and it looks like it just rolled off the line. Did, if you, did, did Grandpa, did Grandpa let you shoot it yet, or? Um, no, that's that's not the kind of gun you'd want to shoot. That's no, the no. Gun you would All right. put All on right. display. Which uh, 1911 do you like to shoot? Uh, my dad's, it's a 1911A1 mil spec, you know, nothing fancy. He, he tried any of the, uh, Springfields like the TRP operator? Um, no, no modern 1911s. Ought to bring him one. Hey, that's a good idea. That's uh, a really Lance. good idea. Hey, would you rather go through front sight with a, with a, with a fancy schmancy, uh, 1911? Cause Lance will, Lance going to be there. He could hook you up. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'd rather... As much as I like 1911s, I would probably rather go through front sight with um, pretty much any modern handgun that isn't a 1911 because they've got the capacity, they've got slightly better reliability or much better reliability depending on who makes the 1911 in question. Um, And they've, they've, it's like they, uh, you know, they've got a hundred more years of design improvement under their belt. So yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. That's for me. true, but I actually the last couple of times I I brought my 1911 and and you're right the magazine capacity I know it's they're kind of small so I I get a cheater and I get a ten round mags that I bring <laughs> and that's worked out pretty good except the slide on that um, TRP operator it's got a pretty heavy duty spring and they do a lot of these drills and by the time you're done two you're days done. my hands are done four days I'm like I'm over the top done. So, I, so this time I'm breaking my Glock 43. I had a buddy who brought a Beretta 92, and uh, by about day three, all his fingers were taped up. It, you do so many drills. <laughs> You're going to be really yeah. happy. You're going to be on the Glock, believe it or not. Yeah, he and turned then, around, and he said, by the end of the week, I'm going to have a Glock yeah, 19. Yeah, your hands and are going to toast. And he went back to Texas and bought a Glock 19. Yeah. Well, anyway. it, it's uh, in my mind, it's kind of like, would you rather drive – a Jeep from the seventies or eighties or like, um, you know, any car from the teens or twenties. Yeah. But with that same token, if somebody says, Sam, how'd you like to drive this for free? You drive it. <laughs> right. Well, you don't go to front site to have fun shooting. You go to front site to train for defensive handgun shooting. This guy's a pragmatist. He's yeah. absolutely right. Cause uh, truth be told, I, I don't really have a lot of fun there. I just go there for training. And it always cracks me up when you come back. He goes, that's it, man. I'm not doing I that again. I always say I'm not doing it again. And then next year comes around, I, and he's all fired up. Oh, his hands it. are healed, and oh. he's ready to go. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thanks a lot. Hopefully, uh, we'll run into – see, you're staying until – well, he's staying until next week, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. well he's actually going to fly back out of Vegas. But he. I'm pretty sure we got to work that. You're coming out for gun prom, too, so – 
Yeah, it looks like it, if, if I can get everything working. So far, it's looking like I'll be able to. All Sweet! Right. All right, folks. Well, we're going to have to hit the dusty trail. We want to thank all our great sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners. Go to San Diego County Gunowners.com. Join up. The Gun Range San Diego.com. CA Firearms Law.com. Firearms Legal.com. And CaliKey.com. Hey, don't go too far. We're going to teach you everything there is to know about propane. That's right. Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.